So I have, I do have a question for you. Go. Where you did the key go? Like, why was it off the keychain? I don't even want to have this conversation with you. It was so frustrating you saying that that was the right key when it was so not the right key. I never said it was the right key. Welcome once again to the Open Road Podcast. My name is Jeremy. I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Calvin. And this podcast exists to help you find a little bit more adventure in the everyday. Now, to start the episode this week, Calvin, I got to tell you a little bit of a story. Okay, so I went to go pick up the RV today yes, for Tim's yes. bachelor party. And as you know with this RV, it, it's there is always something that's going to go wrong. It's just a guarantee. Okay, yeah. We're all well, at this well point, aware of this. And at this point, it's just become a fun game to fi- figure out what's going to go wrong. And there's a German saying for it, and it goes something like this. Immer etwas, which means always Bjorn Klatter. <laughs> no, not Bjorn Klatter. Immer etwas, which means it's always something. If it's not this, it's that. So this what time... A, <laughs> what a pessimistic little German <laughs> saying you've got there. <laughs> you look at your life, brother. It's pessimistic, maybe, but it is true. <laughs> Okay, Emma at fuss, always something. And this time, I get to the RV, and the key won't go in the freaking ignition. Uh, and I'm like, what? Why was How it even key out of the ignition? not go in the ignition? Well, good point. So, Zach and I are confused as to what's going on. I was there, there was Zach Grant. And oh, okay. so, I get up closer, and I see that some idiot has broken off a key in the ignition. Oh, no. There's a busted key inside the ignition. So I'm like... So now the, what? The car, the car is... The, the RV is parked on a property uh, at a rental at a rental house that my parents own kind of out in the country. And there's a bunch of kids running around. So I can only assume that these kids were, were roughhousing in the RV, jam a rando key into the ignition and snap <laughs> oh, it off. It's not even the right key. No, it's not the right key. Ah. So they jam some random key in there. <laughs> So it's anyway. these dang kids, Jer. <laughs> Screwing around the in the party mobile. <laughs> they don't know anything about what it's really for. But see, the best part about it is because I already know there's always something wrong, it's almost comical and it's almost even better. And I love the fact that a bunch of random kids were horsing around in there and busted off a key trying to hotwire it or whatever they were doing. Who knows what they were trying to do? Anyways, yeah. go to the shop, get a bunch of tools, get in there, get the pliers, just grab the tip of this little thing that's hanging in there and I pull it out just a little bit. Zach then gets in there with his fingers and is able to to reef it out and now it's sitting on the little dashboard so when you go on your trip you'll be able to see the key that almost destroyed the entire bachelor party. Oh man. Oh man. Man, you're so, so handy, Jer. Well, hey, what are you going to do? You're going to just be handy and make a solution. What do you do when you live in a shoe? <laughs> Another classic so anyways, German saying. That's the. Uh, that that's doesn't rhyme in. That doesn't rhyme in German. Was machst du, wenn du wohnst in einem Schuh? It sounds way better though. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that's that's that little RV story. So. How bummed are you not to be going on this RV trip tomorrow, <sighs> brother? Is it a bit of a dagger? It's a bit of a dagger. I'm really glad that this trip to Frankfurt came up because it then made the decision at least a little bit softens easier. Softens the blow. 
it softens the blow for sure because this is a huge blow to miss this bachelor party. I'm just grateful that no we doubt. figured out a way to get me in in on it at least a little bit at the beginning. So I'm glad that everyone's coming to my place to start start it off. But it's kind of painful though because we're all gonna wheel away and leave you in the dust crying. It's super painful. It's super painful. Yeah. But I think I have to live with that pain and I have to experience it firsthand. There's no there's no uh, benefit in just shutting out the pain. I need to dive right headfirst into it. I, I I'm interested to see how this goes. It's it's kind of a it's kind of an eerie vision I have in my head right now of all of us driving away from your new house you've just bought and and it's like you know you're this you know, sucky loser who has to you know stay home and uh, you know because he's grown up and he's he's done with the RV scene. It's terrible. It's terrible. But that's why I need to watch it. I need to watch it to just think about ah. what is your life, Jeremy. You're going to. D- you're doing work and camp stuff instead of partying with your friends? What does your I life know. come to? Well, yeah. Where so, are your priorities at right there? Seriously. Hey, okay. so I have a question for you. Are you willing yeah, yeah. to bring the, the Zoom recorder and maybe just record it at random times? Uh, I'm willing to bring it. Um, I will not guarantee you anything. Like, are you interested in, like, creative journalism and, like, recording sounds and stuff like that? Sounds? What kind of sounds? Bachelor party know, sounds? Like, yeah, like the other day I was on a hike and I was walking through the woods in BC and I just turned it on and I was like, it'd be cool to have my feet crunching through the snow and the beautiful waterfall that's trickling in the background and I don't know when I'm going to use it or what I'm going to use it for, but it's just a neat sound. So it could be Goes fun into to a get little just, file of sounds. Yeah, it could just get some RV banter, you know, just in yeah. the moment. What's it like to be rolling at 100 kilometers an hour down the highway in an RV with seven dudes? I don't know what the point of that would be, but it's just fun that's a good point also interesting you raised the point that there's seven dudes in it which we're doing and there's i believe only six seat belts um i am kind of hoping we get ourselves into a situation of one of us having to walk over the border and then hop back in the rv i told my mom today that i hope you guys get hassled big time at the border <laughs> just I for know. the story just for the story yeah, we'll we'll see but, how that goes. But it's okay because the RV is in the name of my parents' business. I had my mom write up a little letter that says Tyrone's allowed I, to drive it. I was gonna ask if if we have a letter. Yeah, yeah. So everything's everything's kosher, but that's why cool, I hope cool. you get hassled. You know, cool. Um. So, anyways, let's let's kind of get to it here. We're gonna have a little conversation with Jeremy Worley again. He's how many back. times we got to talk to this dude? Well, we definitely have to talk to him a bit because last time he was on the show, he chatted about this co-working space that he created called Welcome Fellow. And believe it or not, there was just a bit of a change there where now it's not like an open come anyone in and have a coffee. You got to like exclusive to their service. They just went exclusive. And I feel like that is the opposite of the way the world is going where they're more open and sharing. But who knows? We got to have to ask him about it. Well, we're going to get the skinny on that for sure. <laughs> And all well, man. Actually, this is going to be another mildly sad conversation. I'm going to have to tell him that I'm not coming to Colorado Springs in May. Oh, were you planning on that? Yeah, I was going to go with work, but now there's a different work thing that ah. is forcing me not to go. Well, and Tim's actual wedding is the day before I would have to be in Colorado Springs, so it'll be very tough to get a uh, flight down there. So, anyways, on and on it goes. The banes of corporate life. 
Yeah, you the, the I mean, banes. Does whatever, that even make dude. sense? Does that even? Make I don't sense? know the banes of corporate life. You Anyways. when you're in this crazy corporate job and your mansion in the GTA, <laughs> sitting high, whatever, man. You've you've changed on my Mac computer. Yeah. No, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm really happy with my work right now, and I'm grateful for the opportunities. And I'm going to be going to Frankfurt this weekend, so well, that'll be for sure an adventure. I'll bring my camera, take some pictures. I haven't been to Germany in so long, and I'm so excited to go. Cool, man. That's but anyways, great. let's uh, let's bring yeah. let's bring Jeremy on and, and and catch up with him. Let's do it. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we can just go with Jeremy because we've been for a while. Because we know. I know. I'm not. Yeah, yeah I'm not uh, too concerned here. Um, Jeremy's nervous, obviously. He took Super. he took his glasses we, off. That means he's very we, nervous. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. No, well, I we can't walk, see far away. I can the see the Open Road close. podcast. Uh, we've blown up since we've talked to you last. Maybe because of you. Maybe something to do with you. Probably not. But we'll consider it. <laughs> I think it was because Jeremy put us in his email so graciously, and he blasted it yeah, out to his thousand-person right. list. I've got so many people that. Follow me. That's a not serious at all. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I have a small group. So, Jeremy, how have you, you been do. since we? Uh, how how you been since we last chatted? Good. We when did we chat last? That was. I know this oh, probably man. maybe a year ago. It would have been. I don't know. We've only started this podcast last March, so we're. It's getting close to just a year. over a year, right? So, you were one of our earlier guests. Yes. Uh, What's changed in your life? So I quit my job. Whoa. You um, did. In May, October. Wow, May 29th, guys. Just under a year. Okay. Oh, cool. Perfect. So a couple months after I talked to you guys, oh, I went to Europe. That was pretty rad. That's adventurous. Yeah. Lived, lived that dream. How long uh, were you there? I went to... Like two weeks. Nice. Uh, oh, we, nice. We did France and Italy. Um, hit up some soccer games because there was a big competition when we were out at a tournament. And then... Uh, were you cycling there? That- no. I did watch the Tour de France, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, but it, uh, it like coincided. It was cool. It worked out that we were able to go to all these like rad soccer games uh, and... And travel around a bunch and go to the Tour de France. And like I'm a huge history buff and the the stage that we watched was in Normandy in France. And so we got to I I nerded out so hard <laughs> on all levels. What does it and look then, like uh, for you to nerd out? Or is you're just phone out constantly taking pictures? Are you just like like no, he's glued your to those little off or He's glued to those brass plaques on the wall. <laughs> He's just zoning in on trying to read those. He's right. just drooling all hands over all them. over it. <laughs> I like, so I read a lot of books, uh, like history books. And so I nerd out just by like, see, like visualizing it. Right. And seeing like, oh, this is what they were talking about in this one chapter. Or like, as you're like driving through Normandy, you're like, oh my gosh, like that beach was where you know, these different guys like landed or like paratroopers just like dropped everywhere. And I didn't realize like Normandy is enormous. Right. Uh, And I have mad respect. Uh, And the weather just freaking sucks all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently. 
Well, that's that's so, cool. That's I, I had that. Funny. I had that experience a little bit when I was in Israel and Palestine, where you're looking over the, these places and you're like, stuff happened here, and there's almost this feeling of the past blending with the present and then you're thinking of the future and it is a weird feeling to be in some of those really historic places when you know that crazy things have happened there yeah the beaches were like very sobering to think like average age was like 20 years old you know of a dude that was like jumping out of the boats in the machine guns you know and i'm like dang like that's like that's like Fresh oh. out of high school. Oh, yeah. that's very heavy scary. Stuff. Uh, Jeremy, what was that show that you made us watch in our dorm room that I had band never of, seen? Band of Brothers. Band that, that Band of Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy, uh, Jerome. Jeremy sat us down, <laughs> and he had this. Was it? Did you have this box set of DVDs yeah. that you thought to bring to school with you? <laughs> is that important? <laughs> is that important? To him? <laughs> Anyways, he got us all into this, but it's fantastic. Really well done. Um, I was in a room with three other American dudes, and they were all really into this and knew about it. And I just assumed that all these American guys were very into war history, and right. they were. Uh, easy to generalize, three out of four dudes there. But anyways, very interesting if you haven't checked it out. Americans love their wars, that's for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm going to make that general that statement true. and just you know go to the bank with it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, drop ne- it. never met an American that didn't legit love war. Can't get enough of war. <laughs> no, uh, I've no, heard your 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 prime. <laughs> uh, it's that's a touchy subject, man. And oh, there's I'm people sure. probably listening to this conversation uh, with the new president. Pretty much anything can happen now. So we're probably being yeah, you're right. Monitored. It's pretty insane some of the stuff that's happening in the world for sure. And I'm one thing that I'm grateful for is in, in many ways, I think media, the presence of media in like every person's hand has made it so much easier to like empathize with human suffering around the world. You know, like there's like anyone in any country where something horrible happens, that's like a real person. And with some of the stuff that's, available to us now it's much easier to actually remember that instead of just oh this happened here or this happened there but anyways yeah and also just eliminating the excuse of ignorance for sure yeah 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 i agree there's crazy times we. it also causes a lot more shit like uh sure like uh in the u.s a lot you have what you know what is actually true Right. And every because every everybody's just, you know, whether they're pushing their gender or they have a bias or whatever, you know, but it's like, okay, what uh what's skewed or fabricated or you know Are fake you news. Um, are you a conspiracy theory guy at any level? I don't know. I took a college class, a writing class, and the professor used that time to like be like, Hey, all your writing prompts are gonna be based on conspiracy theories and you have to study okay. them uh, interesting yeah so we like dove into that and some of that stuff was really convincing and super interesting uh and i wouldn't be surprised like i don't push hard into that stuff but i really wouldn't be surprised if like i think there's probably plenty of stuff that we don't know about that's 
There just it's hard not to, to get be. sucked in, right? There just has to yeah. be. And then all of these, there's never a nice, neat line through the story. There's always this, that, and the no. other. No. Like you think of any major thing that happened, and there's, it's so hard to know because you know anyone can go into Photoshop and create a tweet that looks like you tweeted it. So is that a real right. tweet? Like I don't know, or whatever it might be, a Facebook status of this or that or the other. So, anyways, I was just wondering if you had any good conspiracy conspiracy theory. Uh, stories for us on the flip side that gets (laughs) on the flip side of that it gets super annoying when like you want to show somebody a picture of something genuinely interesting or cool and the first thing they say is photoshop not real yeah dude no (laughs) this is real photoshop and then it's like yeah i guess it's possible but but go away i guess we won't have a conversation (laughs) 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 i guess we won't talk about this bass i caught (laughs) pure you posted a picture of uh a boat you worked on the other day. It was like a throwback. Oh yeah. Yeah. I uh, broke, I broke my phone and so I'm using an old phone right now and I was flipping through some of the old photos and it was really fun. And yeah, we did some pretty cool stuff back when I did that. It was beautiful. Calvin, you're really funny. You're really funny with your whole phone scenario. Like, I keep telling Calvin to text these people. He's like, oh, I don't have their number in this old phone. Like, who doesn't back up their phone and then put all of their data from their old phone on their new phone? He's got this phone with cool pics, old contacts, and then the new phone with different pics and different contacts. Like, you know we live in an age where you can have all that stuff in the same place, right? Jared, it gets even messier when I had, like, people, like, customers of mine contacting me this oh, week. No. And it's all just phone numbers coming in. And oh, I'm like, no. I don't know who this is. And it's super awkward for me to ask, who is this? <laughs> to a this is customer. Your customer of five years, you <laughs> son of a beep. <laughs> uh, okay, back to so, Jeremy. We're, we're here with Jeremy. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, I, we were curious a little bit about what the uh, developments have been with, uh, with Welcome Fellow. I've loved following along with what's been going down. Uh, with you in the community in Colorado Springs. I followed a bunch of people on the socials, and it's cool what you guys are up to. But give us a little update. You guys are changing direction a little bit. Yeah, so um, we took the first year, like, as an experiment uh, just to see, like, like we had different theories of what could be cool or what we should do or what the community needs. But we wanted to, like, throw a bunch of options out there and see – what resonated with people the best. And then, uh, and so we like hit a, hit a point where we're like, okay, I think all the things we're doing are kind of like taking away from each other. Like they're kind of like dragging everybody down to just being like average. Uh, and so nothing is being like really awesome or like extraordinary, you know, it's also exhausting. Like, managing that many elements uh of a business so we had like coffee and uh we were fortunate enough to have some really close friends that they have a coffee shop up north part of colorado springs and we were we were like yo we have this idea what if you guys go in there yeah uh you know and and let's like try it out and experiment so they're like cool sounds great uh they did that and it was awesome. The, the coffee was super good, and um, we we loved their crew. Um, but it was like, you know, we, we also had retail, and then we had co-working, and then we would do events. And so it's like all of that within a 1,000 square feet is a lot. And sure. so, 
you know, it's kind of weighing out, okay, like the person that shows up for the coffee, like they're probably not having the best coffee experience because they have coworkers, you right, know, right. everywhere. And then you have retail and everywhere. buying t-shirts. Right. Uh, and then, you know, the person who's buying a t-shirt is probably like, oh, this isn't like the most awesome experience because you're like cruising into like a workplace, you know, to like go buy your shirt. And then the coworker is is probably like, yeah, like it's kind of a bummer that the grinder goes off every, you know, <laughs> once in a while. Wait, uh, so you guys have like, a club and people are grinding in there? Right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> No, that's a really good that's a really good point. And if you think about it, you're kind of like, oh, at the on one side you're like having all these people connecting in the same place is going to be so awesome. And yeah. then you I could you could see it being awesome, but I think that's neat how you say we wanted to test it out to see what was the reality, what were the needs yeah. of this group and what was actually going to stick. So I think it's kind of neat that you you started by, you know, casting your net nice and wide. Um, and where have you kind of landed now? Yeah, so so we found that people love like the biggest impact we would have was through co-working and then through events. Uh, and so mm. we're like, let's just like pare it down and just do event event based stuff and then turn the whole space into co-working. So, um, that's what we did. We pulled, pulled it back. And so far we've been three weeks in and it's been great. It's, um, kind of fostered a lot tighter co-working community a lot you know logistically it's a lot nicer to work from um we miss having like lattes right there but the the concept i think works uh it's just a matter of finding the right space for that to exist in because i don't think it's far-fetched to have all four of those right you know as a business it's just our space was so tiny uh that it was that it was tough but it it, yeah, so we, we do a, um, a number of events. That was one thing, too. We got super burned out from, like, hosting, like, 10 shows a month. Like, it was nuts for a, a while there. Like, uh, and at the time, I was working a full-time job at a company, at a marketing agency. Uh, and so, um, yeah, it was just freaking bonkers. So, luckily, we we, like our approach was to like ramp up and do a ton of stuff and then see what works. And then like kind of off of that, be like, okay, let's play into what is most helpful and what works best and kind of what accomplishes the mission most effectively. Did you say you would quit your other job now? So I quit in October, uh, to pursue a full-time freelance, uh, as a designer. Nice. Um, primarily like specializing in brand design. So okay. it starts at its most basic, it's logos. Um, and then that kind of extends into, you know, marketing materials or social media, All you know, brand uh, identity like, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it, oh, it's geez. a big umbrella now, but, uh, yeah. So I did that October, um, do still doing s- the whirly, co- sorry. Do you still do contract work for the people you used to work full time for? Did they I did that for like like we we figured out like a small retainer for right. I think we did it for like four months. Um and then it just made more sense. They liked having someone in house. Right. Uh like right. they want to be able to bang on the door and like have something in ten minutes. Yep. So right, right. uh I was like, Yeah, let's just go different ways. 
So well, good um, for you. That's obviously a tough decision, right? Mm, when there's that, and yeah. Even even if at that point it was a smaller chunk of income to say to say goodbye to that, I'm sure it's a little bit tough. Totally, it was definitely a, a leap. So it was, um, yeah. My pretty much like the the go time was. I had felt compelled to do it for quite a while, and then my wife and I were like, "Cool, this feels right. Feels like a good time." Like. Um, there had been enough unsolicited work that had come in, right. uh, that I was like, yeah, I'm a pretty driven dude to like go and get work. So, right. um, I don't think we're going to starve and, and like, and so far, I mean, everything has pretty much come in unsolicited still. Like you, you look uh, thin though. I, I do. Thanks. I will say, I mean, I appreciate that. Okay, I that's have, good then. All right. So you did I started, 30? No, I started riding my bike a ton. Um, More? So, uh, like a lot. I remember when, Calvin, when we were at Capenary, I was like training yes. for triathlons and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I jumped on my bike uh, in January of last year and then have just been doing that consistently. And part of that was actually like a therapeutic, like meditative type thing uh, to, to set up like a good rhythm in my day. Uh, and so, uh, thank you. I have lost a lot of weight. Oh, cool. Uh, I, I, I was, um, have you hit any doors or uh, streetcar tracks or anything? anything I notable? What did you know about your biking career. I crashed three weeks ago on some gravel that hurt pretty Dang bad. It. I got a Ugh. huge gash. Um, had a number of people yell at me lately. Yeah. Uh, nothing too crazy. Like, how does that go with the, the bikers? Some eggs in a little pouch for when that happens. Yeah. Oh, this was nuts. Uh, over the weekend, I got chased by a huge dog. Ooh. Like, I... like full on. He was like, <laughs> he was cruising. He had the. He was like a giant pit bull with the spiky necklace like i don't think i've ever had a dog chase me on a bike is like is it pretty close or like were you able to get away pretty easily yeah like what's your play are you like like, down gearing and doing a lot and so you're then gonna like make a lot of quick turns or are you just trying to go as fast in a straight line as possible it's straight line so like i it, it was a straight road and then like i see this dude coming from a ways away like out of a garage and i thought the fence <laughs> stopped <laughs> turns out the fence had huge holes in it so he like cruises straight through and so then i veer into the road and i just like start sprinting and then like he went on for a good amount of time and i believe there for a second i was a gun um here's something i'd like to run by both of you guys while i have you here um, you're driving in your car down maybe like a little back road. Yeah. Um, you Let's see a go. man yeah. and his dog, kind of a smaller dog, and he's walking the dog, but the dog's not on a leash. Pretty common. It's a quiet road. Uh, you're bombing in your truck going home from a job. Dog runs out. Thump, thump. Squash the dog. Oh. Um, see in the rearview mirror. You grind to a halt. See in the rearview mirror the dude hobble <laughs> over your dog. What do you do? <laughs> This just happened oh. to a friend of mine. He's telling me this, uh, that exact scenario just happened. He just like bombing home from a job in his truck, crushes this dog. Oh. He like jams on the brakes, sees this guy freaking out the rearview mirror. What does he do? 
floors it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is completely gutless. He just said, like, yeah. there's nothing I can say to this dude to console him. He's obviously <laughs> devastated. <laughs> I'm just going home. <laughs> That's completely gutless and at the same time is kind of like, well, if, yeah. now he's at least a dick, so the guy has an even better story, and maybe that can actually give him yeah. some consolate, right. like some comfort. Like, really, like, what's he going to say to this devastated guy about his right. dog? Worst case, like, there's, he's gonna, there's no point of having that conversation. No, he's going to have to fork out two grand to buy a new one. Sure. Dang, Just that's go. not. I would be afraid. Did he at least try to go to the other side of the road? I don't know. Like, but I would be afraid he would grab my license plate. Sure. You have those in Canada? We do. Um, yeah. <laughs> we got them. I mean, they're they're short. They're easy to remember, which is the hard <laughs> thing, too, right? Mine's so a, like three, A7. seven, four numbers. A72. Just like symbols, like <laughs> Maple Leaf, Hockey Puck, <laughs> Tim Hortons. Okay, That's that it. is so offensive. My war comments were not offensive, but that was truly <laughs> offensive, Jeremy. He's taking it too far. <laughs> Do not talk about our Tim Hortons like that. <laughs> Have you ever I had Tim Hortons? Tim Hortons got, no. I heard it got bought. Yeah, by 3G. Uh, Burger King, 3G. baby. Yeah, Burger uh-huh. King. Yeah, yeah. This is old news. How long ago was it? It was like last year. Over a year ago, yeah. Yeah. So what's going to happen? Nothing. They just buy them up know. and, well, they got the corporate office of all the the, trim all the fat and just turn it into a profit machine. Do Bless. you guys uh, like your prime minister? Justin? Um, J- JT? Boy Wonder Justin? <laughs> I don't know. We're not super political, but what do you think about him? I'm happy to chat about yeah, do you, him. Do you know anything about him? I, I We would be curious to know, what do you know about him? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Do you okay. know he's a liberal? Yes. And that's it? And, then and I know and that he's good looking? That he's good looking. And I know there was some tension when he was hanging out with the Donald. Uh, was yeah. there some tension? Well, he's just like an Uber. Like, he was a total pushover, right? Dealing with the, the, the big D. No, he, so wa- was... he wasn't, though. That was, the, that was the best part about it. Well, maybe that's more recent. I'm I'm kind of thinking back originally. Well, originally like, we were totally, afraid. T- totally agreeing to, to totally agreeing to. Oh yeah, let's re- let, we'll, re- we'll re- renegotiate. No problem. Well, I think there well, was you know we were all nervous because like again he's v- very different ideologically and then he's also you know in some ways a lot of people don't have a lot of respect for Justin because they think he's a bit of a lightweight. They'll they'll say things like, "Oh, he was just a drama teacher, and now he's the prime minister of Canada." Like, how does that make any sense? Dang! But if you put the video up of Donald meeting Trump next to, I mean, Donald meeting uh, Justin next to the uh, Japanese prime minister meeting Donald, their handshakes are a stark contrast. Donald just destroys the Japanese guy's hand and just like <laughs> wrangles his arm. But Justin really meets him for a good handshake and doesn't let him take control. So that is a pretty uh, poignant moment. And the other thing that was very interesting is when the German Chancellor Angela Merkel was down there. Yes. They, they didn't yeah. even shake at all. So I feel like these, I know, that these was weird. handshakes 
are the telling signs. They mean so, a lot. So if our, I was insulted if, by that, I was wildly insulted. But here's the thing: if it go, if we're going by the handshakes, we did all right in our meeting with Donald Trump. Do you think there's like big psycho meetings for the handshake? Like guys like guaranteed on Justin's shoulders. Like, yeah. hey, when you go in, you got to go in strong. You got to hold. Let him release first. Never be the first to release a it's handshake. All, they talk like about. all of these theories <laughs> and psych yeah. up happening. Yeah, this is conspiracy theories 2.0. The handshake. What's or, your What's your guys' take on the Donald? Honestly, I think I think it's a I think I I just think it's all a bit of a joke. Like I'm just shocked. Like I'm just shocked to be perfectly honest. I'm like, how does just how does it happen? How has it come to this? I don't think he's so. I don't think he's a nice guy. I don't think he's a good guy. I don't want to cast too much judgment, but like you look at his whole life, he pretty much puts it all out on display. He is not a nice guy. Yeah. So I don't know he, how he, he is he, as a, he does as a, a govern a governing leader, but uh, I just don't yeah, think I it, don't know. At, it translates well. It's he he's very tough to watch, right? Because you kind of see like obviously he has his personality where he's not able to kind of self reflect very easily, and he ends up digging himself deeper and deeper in these holes. Um, but yeah, kind of the same. It's I'm kind of a sucker for. I mean, sometimes disaster is hard to turn away from. And it's entertaining in a way to watch, like not for I mean train wreck. It's it's everyone's interested in a train wreck, right? And so it's hard not to watch. And it's I don't know, but I don't appreciate when I don't know. I don't like everyone just saying, "Oh, he's an idiot." Blah blah blah. blah. It's that kind of gets old fast. So yeah, I'd like to. I don't. I haven't spent enough time um, getting properly educated on on all about him. But me neither. Whatever. Like I, I, I don't think I just yeah I don't think it's it's good. So I I like that I we in Canada here we get the distance, but there still is that like lingering fear that he could do something crazy that's going to affect the whole world. But I think that's yeah. part of his game, right? He likes people. He likes that people fear him. Oh and yeah, so he's kind of yeah. playing on that, right? Like he and loves that's, that. And that's the other thing. Like even I totally our country is North Korea. He's so he's totally uncertain. It's. It is weird. And I keep always flip-flopping back and forth. Either he is a total genius or he is just absolutely completely clueless. Yeah. And it's I maybe it can be a mix of the two, but I don't know. I just don't know. It seems clueless like when he's like, "Hey, this whole China thing is actually pretty complicated." <laughs> or uh Seems yeah, clueless. guys, we're gonna need some more time to uh, draft up a health new health care. It's actually complicated. Like, really, <laughs> really. Oh, it Thanks. is a little more complicated than I thought. Well, and that's the other yeah. thing too. Like, then there's other yahoos that we don't hear quite as much about, but you start to hear a little bit about, like Sean Spicer, some of the stuff that that guy's saying. You're like, so yeah. I, I get that you, Donald Trump, are a bit of a goomba, a bit of a wild card. But do you really need to bring in a bunch of other wild cards with you? Like it, like. Right. You can be a joke, but why does everybody else have to be a joke? <laughs> right. I mean, he's his uh, crew, though, right? You guys ever watch uh, Saturday Night Live? From time to time. Uh, we'll catch the highlights. Sometimes, yeah. And they have the best impressions of Spicer and his whole oh. crew. Steve Bannon <laughs> is the Grim Reaper. I, I actually would kind of like to chat politics a little bit more. I don't have very... Uh, I don't have very firm views, so this is actually the first time in a long time that I've said anything about politics. So who knows if we sounded crazy? But so, Jeremy, anything <laughs> else exciting that's been going on that you uh, 
that that's worth chatting about? No, and that's no. It. That's, <laughs> the freelance journey has taken up, you know, pretty much everything. It's been more fulfilling than ever. Are you running uh, that through Whirly? Yeah. So yeah, like we still do the t-shirts. Um, I but put that's it your, on. That's your like, brand. You're for the uh, freelancing, though, right? Yeah, like it's yeah. it's kind of a mix. Um, I mean, legally, the Whirly it is what I run everything through. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like a portfolio website at mrwhirly.com, uh, which is like separate from thewhirly.co. Okay. Uh, and so like that's kind of, I kind of run everything under Jeremy Whirly, not yeah. like, hey, want to like hire the Whirly Co? Like I'd rather just uh, be like, hey, Individual. you want to hire me? Yeah. Yeah. So it is um, me. But that's been super fun to like find like I feel like um, it's just a whole new level of enjoyment and fulfillment to like call my own shots and do my own schedule and ride my mm. bike during the day, you know, and um, like I'm way more efficient and make like way more money. Um, it's just more my jam. Like, so, yeah. you know, some people are like love that you know, the, the jobs and like moving up that way, like it was frustrating to me. So it might not be a, you know, I, I might, uh, change my tune mm-hmm. later on for sure. Like I'm, I'm not like, Hey, freelance is like the be all end all. Uh, but like at least for right now, for where I'm at, I'm like, this is great. I'm able to learn a ton, work on a ton of projects, meet a lot of fun people and, and make a lot of money and, be more fluid you know well i really like that and it and it goes to show you know think about the last time we chatted when you were you were just starting up welcome fellow i think or it was already whatever it's pretty fresh you're you're doing all these things and you're having all these new adventures and these new exciting things and now the adventure that you're finding in the everyday is something a little bit more uh i don't know maybe calculated is the right word or a little bit more focused and and it's interesting to hear you say that you're right now finding more fulfillment in that. So I think it's a neat principle that back then you wanted to try new things. You wanted to do this and do that. And you made that all happen. And then once that kind of ran its course, you said, okay, this has been good. And here's what actually I might want to do for, uh, for now. So I think that's a neat, um, it is a neat storyline that I think is helpful for people to know that you don't need to run yourself ragged for the rest of your life. Um, you know, I think that's a good, I think that's a good storyline. It's just different. See, you know, you have different seasons. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's, I could be, you know, in, in three years be in a season of craziness where I'm working, you know, way more than I'm right now, but it's like a cool, calm, fulfilling season, which I'm grateful for. And like, it was a big learning year. Uh, and so it's nice to like, take that reminisce change course if i need to and right right you know so like i don't i i won't know how to do something unless i do it and you know i don't really like the idea of saying like oh fail fast uh i think it's more of just learning like my brother's like dude failure is not even a word um because it's just learning you don't you don't fail you just learn right that's great. I love it's it. It's a fun journey. Mm. 
I think that's a nice place to end our conversation, Jeremy. You don't fail, you learn. That really is. Boom. Oh, Jeremy Worley, what a wonderful conversation. Uh, I love talking to that guy. It's so fun. And I think it's just really fun that we can have a very... I feel like when we talked with him today, we just kind of picked up where we left off, which is so fun. Yeah. And I think that's another amazing thing about podcasting that if you're out there thinking about doing it is you just make friends, you know? I know. I, know. I never knew Jeremy. I know. You you knew him and now you get to catch up, but now I get a I, I get a new friend of out of him. So, you know, great great to have Jeremy on the show. Um but uh, for this last little part of the podcast, Calv, we need to come clean. Mm-hmm. I know. We need to, so we we need re- to own own it. This for is reality. Listeners. This is it. Last time you and I <laughs> chatted was well over a week ago. Probably a week and a half ago, and we recorded that with Jeremy. Uh, since that time, I think we talked a little bit about we were going away, both of us, and we are both. Yeah, I now told the story about the, the RV key. What do you mean you told that Where, story? Oh, right, the of course. Story, yeah, yeah. The, the the first yes. story. <laughs> I'm now remembering. So, anyways, yes, <laughs> I'm I'm back now after a, a, a few days in that RV. You're back now from a a trip in Germany, and we're finishing off this episode, just to give our listeners some context. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a. I mean, here's the thing. There's a lot to talk about, and we've already had we're, a great full episode. So we're not going to break mean, down our do experiences. We, yeah. How much do we really get into it? Other than the fact that I'll just say, I had mm-hmm. a marvelous time in Germany. And this was my travel schedule, Calvin. I calculated mm-hmm. it out last week. I spent okay. 25 plus hours on a plane. In a week. Why? In Were you week. flying so, around there? So like, once you, once so, you got into Germany? No, no, no. So so Saturday is when my trip to Germany started. I took the yes. flight through the night, got to Germany 8 a.m. Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Wednesday night, I flew from Frankfurt back to Toronto. So that's like eight hours each. We're at 16 hours. Yeah. Um, that was Wednesday night. I got to a hotel at the airport. I slept. I woke up to get on a 7 a.m. flight to Vancouver. That's nasty. So there's five more hours. So what do we have? There's 21. another five. And yeah, so and there's back. 21. And then... After that, no, no, no. I took a one-hour flight to Kelowna. Oh. So there's 22 okay. hours. There's 22. Then I rented a car and drove to Vernon where I had a, a meeting f- with work. Then I drove back to Kelowna, had a one-hour flight to Calgary, which is now, what, 23? And 23. then another four-hour flight In home. Air. So there's tw- 27. There's 27 and, hours. Uh, and then they I got home They should make a movie like about midnight. you called 27 Hours. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's that an amazing movie. Yeah, dude. It's all about you. Oh, that's that's so. Anyways, that's fun. That was my week for you. That's what, what, is, is that like? Is that good? Are you happy about that, or is that like? Uh, um, are you? I don't know. Are these grievances you're sharing with me? No, they're not grievances. I okay. actually loved. I loved that week. Um, yeah, I definitely missed home. I missed my own bed, but I had. And I'll, we'll talk about this next week on the show. But I had a great time in Germany. I made some time for some adventures in British Columbia. And I'm like probably a bunch of steps closer to getting Air Canada like status, which is the rewards program that gets you into the like luxury travel lounge. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. You get free drinks there. Oh, yeah. You get free everything there. So. (laughs) So for this year, you have to fly a certain number of miles and then you get lounge access for all of next year. So I have all this year to get lounge access for all of next year. 
Oh, for 2018. You got it. So we'll see if I'm able to crack it. I know of people at my work who were like right on the cusp of the next level of rewards. And so they just literally booked a flight to Ottawa just for the heck of it to get their rewards. That's (laughs) hilarious. Could be worth it. Okay, so that... So um, that was my week. Now you you had a travel week, so just even give us the same thing, but with your travel schedule with the with the big bachelor party with the road with the uh, with yeah, the RV. Um, probably a little no, definitely a little less glamorous um, as far as uh, travel <laughs> accommodations. We jammed seven bodies in the RV and went down to Vermont. So I was a little bit nervous about us uh, being over the technical seatbelt legal limit crossing the border uh, i love how you have air quotes there <laughs> <laughs> well it's like not like people obviously don't wear seat belts in that thing it's uh yeah and right. so no that wasn't a problem at all we were um severely harassed going down uh, over the border <laughs> going down there which was um something that you plagued upon us and then after we were you said it to me and that kind of stuck in my head you said that you wish that upon us and i was like man that's kind of a jerky thing to wish upon your friend and then we were pulled over and i was driving and i handed over the keys we had to hand over all our passports they escorted us into yeah. inside and i was like dang it that guy probably planned something in the rv to screw with us so uh, right. i was slightly worried about that a little bit in my back i was like no he wouldn't have done anything super dumb but he may have done something kind of funny so they didn't find I mean, anything. That guy is in Jeremy, as in you. Like, I put, yeah, would have put something in there. Yeah, I thought you meant the border guard, a no, pistol I or something. Have done that. I wouldn't. A little, a little bag of oregano. Super hilarious. We also got um, harassed, not as severely, coming back, and we had to pull over, and they were thoroughly searching in Canada. At, yes, and they, they were searching everything. Um, and you know that little blue box that is in the RV that is a that is a lock box, like a little cash box. Yeah, our little cash box. Cash box, duh. They were very interested in getting into that, and I randomly found the key on the key <laughs> ring. And they're like, "Who, who has no, this?" Uh, they, they yelled out to us like, "Who's got this? Uh, who's, who's got a way to get into this blue box here?" And I was like, "Oh, the cash box." And then the guy looks <laughs> around the other guys, and he's like, "Did he say hash box?" <laughs> Luckily, I found the key, and there was nothing in there, nor hash, nor cash. Um, but no so when we were pulled over, there was a big, there was a pickup truck, like a few parking spaces down and there was like six or yeah. no, no, like four guards, um, with two big shopping baskets, pulling that thing all apart. Really? And what were they pulling out? Oh, I don't know. Samurai swords. <laughs> no. All kinds of crazy swords and knives and, but the <laughs> most notable were like dozens of samurai swords, which was just hysterical. Dozens? Yeah. It was, I don't know. I couldn't get a quite a good look, but we saw lots. Um, which is just really? so funny when you're like, uh, and I saw the guy inside because I went inside to talk with one of the guys and I saw him inside there sitting on the chair with his head between his legs. And I'm like, this dude is driving through the border. I mean, they obviously ask, okay, like wow. any alcohol, tobaccos, weapons of any kind you're bringing across the border. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I gutless. see a ninja star. I see a ninja star <laughs> underneath your sun visor. Uh, what is that there? He's got ninja stars lined up in his sun visor. I mean, so curious. Like, what's the plan with the swords? What are you doing what with this them? guy? Look like? Uh, not pretty normal looking dude. Obviously, I feel really? like maybe these guards are really good at reading people. Like, how would they be able to pick out a liar like that? Just a dude yeah. in his pickup truck, and then it's just jammed full. So, anyways, I we- know exactly how they pick him out. Go. You want to know how? I'm curious. You remember that episode of The Office where there was the murder mystery? Uh, Dwight had the okay. most brilliant like line where he said, 
Yeah, it was like a murder mystery, yeah, but yeah. it was a live action role play that they did at, in the office. Yeah, yeah. And it cut, cut scene to Dwight, and he says, I know exactly who murdered this person. It's not the person you most suspect. It's not the person you least suspect. It's the person you most medium suspect. So you got this fair enough average looking dude in a truck that, yeah, could be kind of a, it's a nice truck, but, you know, he's, I medium suspect this guy. Like, think about it. The RV, you most suspect the RV. Yeah. But we're not going to be so stupid as to bring anything over. No. That's the, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Medium suspect. So I think Dwight was right. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, so that's a that's, that's kind a tip of, for all you people out there. If you're adventuring, don't be the person you would either most or least suspect. All right, don't go up to the border wearing a suit, trying to look all slick like you're all professional. They're gonna suspect you. Um, but uh, just be just be medium. Just I mean, be yourself. Don't be medium. Just be yourself, oh, yeah, I guess right, Jared? Contradict myself there. Yeah, just that's be what yourself. really counts. You be you. Okay, good. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So we had a great time um, celebrating our dear friend Tim. Uh, bachelor. Yeah. So it was great. We had a dozen bodies rented a big barn and it was uh, pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, and the, when the next guys came down there, was it uh, soon after you guys got there or were you there for a while before they got there? Uh, we were there for a bit. I mean, it, we were, we took a long time to get down there in the rig, which was expected. But I mean, in my mind, going in the rig is all part of it. So oh, I mean, yeah. we made some, you know, Lots of impromptu stops, uh, hung out in a little place called Leroy, New York, where we... I, um, I heard a little just, bit about Where we kind of brought the party, uh, this I heard bar a called bit The about, Eagle. So I heard, Yeah, that's great. I heard a tiny bit about it from Matt Hill this weekend when he was over. Right. So maybe we'll share that. We'll, we'll save that story for another day. Yeah, so no, no. Lot, lot, lots of fun stuff, of course. So anyways, I, I do feel like mildly bad that we didn't put out an episode last week, especially because we have two interviews that are ready to go. However... Yeah. We were both having great adventures and what that is what do? this podcast is all about. So, um I, you know, I think I I'm not going to apologize really. I am just going to say adventure on and and uh and now we have some good stories to share, so I don't know. Cool, man. Well, are uh, you settling for a pretty pretty casual week? Uh <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Kind um of Katie early. has a conference in Ottawa and so this weekend we're she's She's there Monday when Monday. Oh, wow, I gotta get my day straight. It's late. I'm tired. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I'm actually gonna go with her. I've booked some client meetings out in Ottawa, cool. and then we're visiting with her family on Friday night, and we're gonna do a little weekend getaway and stay at a little B and B in Prince Edward County on Saturday. So it's gonna be a little uh, getaway weekend, actually. Happy for you. Also, just kind of slightly bummed. You're, you've been very difficult to get a hold of when you're away. So it's a bummer on my part. So here's the thing, Calvin. I feel like I've adopted a little bit of your philosophy when it comes to that. Like, mm-hmm. I really didn't check much personal email while I was gone, and mm-hmm. I just, like, left my whole life behind for a week. So and I, I am I feel like that's like, when no, I, I email like, you? <laughs> or am I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like I should be kind of middle somewhere, like, podcast is kind of swooping over your business life a little no, bit. No, I would like to... It, until we start making maybe $2 a month, then maybe it'll start to okay. affect that. But okay. at this point, no. So you're still part of the whole personal bucket. But, you know, I feel like you're someone who kind of prioritizes like or like doesn't email people very, back. Well, no, it's like you're not very you're you're not too worried about things like you're not like, oh, this is super urgent. I need to get back to it right away. You're not like psyched out when someone has trying to get a hold of you and you're not really available. Right. Well, you don't just drop everything to appease some rando, you know? 
And so you're trying to be a little more in the moment is what you're saying. It, well, I was this week for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. I wasn't. It's not, never anything important with me, so don't worry about it. <laughs> just the just Calvin. The, I feel just I feel the, like there's uh, a lot the of health and, and security and, and stability of the podcast surviving through these yeah. turbulent times. The yeah, podcast I mean, world is under attack, Jer. <laughs> Do you not know? Have you not heard? But that's what I'm saying, dude, is maybe I need an attitude check. Maybe I should apologize that we didn't put out an episode last week. But here's the thing. Should I would it would our listeners want to hear like a little iPhone recording? No, hey guys, no. in lieu of an episode this week, I'm here in Germany having a nice time. This is no. like a two minute story. Like, do Nobody we want to do that? No, I could do that, but don't. You're do saying that. we don't want to do it, so we're going to put out a good episode, and that's going to take a little bit longer. Hey, you don't have to apologize to me. No, I'm not, and I and I'm not going to. Though part of me was but. like, ah, it would be kind of fun to like actually try and get a hold of you, like find out what hotel you're staying in, call your work, find out what hotel you're in, you know, um, schmooze the concierge for your room number. <laughs> They'd actually give it to you pretty easily. <laughs> you say, can I speak with Mr. Enns? <laughs> oh, yes, sir. They'll put you, they'll put a call through. Middle of the night. I mean, they did put us up in like the nice part of the hotel. Like I was on top floor. Come on. So Is that maybe nice? they... Yeah, I mean, it was. I thought was, ground floor was would be the nicest, but I was I was in the quote executive tower. That sounds amazing, right? What's it, what's that, that in German? Good. Probably sounds even cooler. Uh, it's the executive tower. Okay. Literally English everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Nonstop English. Uh, Jerome. That's one thing we can talk about Jerome, next week. Is Jerome. my my, uh, my escapades practicing my German. Yeah, that must be fun. Yeah, there was it. There was there's a twist to it though. Okay. Oh, ambulance going by your back window. All right, Joe, oh. should we wrap it up? Oh, cops too. Wow. Cops, ambulance. Well, you live if in there's the, an accident at my corner. No, you live in the hood, so I'm not too surprised. Yeah, yeah. the hood of Dundas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. Um, we have some stories that we're going to share in the future. Uh, thanks for bearing with us as we had a. Uh, bit of a, a week off there but uh, we hope this episode helped you find more adventure in the everyday any links calvin what do we want people to do yeah you know we got links um check out uh warley co he's got some great stuff he's always making new products we didn't really yeah. talk about that with his uh, interview he's always making new and sweet stuff so just check that out uh he has an awesome email that you should subscribe to um more awesome than ours i'll I'll, I'll just say it. And he has uh, <laughs> lots of cool stuff. And then just check out the Welcome Fellow thing as well. Um, if you're in that area, they have, you know, well, they were having lots of cool shows. I think they're still going to continue doing that, which is a lot of fun. They're, he's just a guy that you kind of need to stay on top of because he's always kind of ahead of the game onto the next thing. And he's just uh, a nice person to pace your life after. Ooh, you know? I like that. If you want to yeah. find adventure in your everyday for sure and then uh, and then as far as us openroadpod.com follow us on Instagram that's kind of where we post most of our stuff and um, yeah that's about it ah uh, yes and we do have a little bit more music for you this week we're gonna go with another song from Titus's new album There Is Time and this track is called Slow Down you can find everything that Titus has to offer in the show notes of this episode. This is Slow Down from his new record, There Is Time. Slow down your mind Slow down these days 
down these moments I'm slipping away I'm slipping